Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Tough Like Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, welcome along yet again to the Turpin Odyssey, uh, looking at the 1979 ITV series Dick Turpin, and this is the second part of the sixth episode in the first series. Um, did we say we're going to rest it after this one for a little while? Yeah, we'll rest it for a bit. Yeah. See what else feels... we can rustle up to talk about. We can always come back to it. It's Dick Turpin more. will never die. No, Dick Turpin true. will always be part of what... It, what top, I mean, in many ways, I consider it what Top Flight Time Machine was created for. It's always been about Dick Turpin. Dick, ultimately, Dick Turpin yeah. chat. These yeah. happen to have been episodes dedicated solely to Dick Turpin, but Dick Turpin is always there in the background of everything we ever produce. Yeah, completely. Uh, it's a Dick Turpin podcast, let's be honest. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll come back to specifically the, the series at some point, no doubt. Uh, so where were we up to? It's the sixth episode. What was it called again? It was called The Blacksmith. Yeah. So uh, Sam Morgan, who is The Blacksmith, has been um, arrested in a raid um, and uh, Dick and Swiftnick have gone to the jail to let him out and they put all of the the jailers into the cell at the end of uh, the last episode that we did and they ride off with Sam Morgan um, job done mission accomplished Sam Morgan freed from jail and then uh, they get into the woods and they let him off the horse but it's not Sam Morgan it's not him They've released someone else. Uh, they appear to have released uh, some kind of buck-toothed half-wit. Yeah, he's um, like an old man. An old man who, of course, is played by Alfie Bass. <laughs> who is the... Uh, it, 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 before our time, but he was in a, a series called Bootsy and Snudge in oh. the 1970s. And Alfie Bass is... A, I thought Alfie Bass had appeared in Carry On films, but I looked and he hadn't. He's one he's of them. A very familiar assume, face. Yeah, he's very, very familiar been like indeed. A, a supporting actor in the Carry On films, but he wasn't. But he's been in all sorts of things. He'll have been in at least one episode of Minder, I imagine. I'll yeah, he's that kind of guy. You'll know. Yeah. You'll see him. You'll know yeah. him. You're not Turn quite sure a, where from, but yeah. Turn up as a he's, rogue he's or been a around. And boy, oh boy, does he turn in a fucking show-stealing performance, in my yeah. opinion, as this grizzled 
old kind of I don't know I suppose he's like a, a, a tramp or a traveller well, of yeah. some sort isn't I, he I, he seems like a halfwit but it turns out that maybe not so much but his name well, his name yeah. is Isaac Rag, which is a hell of a name what I Isaac like about Rag. what he says here because it's a technique that I've tried to use in the past myself is he goes Isaac Rag. that's right poor old Isaac Rag. <laughs> right yeah no context yeah. although yeah. you can see by looking he does look poor and old right yeah but it's really good like I've gone for oh I often say it to my kids I go poor old Sam poor old Sam Delaney <laughs> always down on his luck right it's really good elicits sympathy elicits kindness introduce yeah. yourself people very often in this narcissistic world we live in Andy will try to walk into the room and try to make out immediately that they are the most glamorous or successful person the, in the, the room. Big cheese, yeah. And what I like about Isaac Rag <laughs> is that he's fucking done a reverse power play. Yeah. It's a reverse power play of the Faisal. He's going, that's right. And the other thing that I like about his turn of phrase, he's a sensational character, is that he calls Dick Turpin captain. Yes. Captain, for no reason. Yes. Another really good thing to do because it immediately... You call someone captain. It's like when you might call someone governor. In London, yeah. sometimes you'll call someone gov. You don't know if they're the gov, but straight away by calling them gov, it you know, a man, because of a man's ego, will always sort of melt a little bit when you call them gov or yeah. chief. Because they think, that's right. I am. <laughs> You've co- you correctly identified me as a figure of some authority and standing. <laughs> well, Men course, are idiots. Isaac They'll Rag. always fall for that. Right? Uh, of course, Isaac Rag is just manipulating the situation. And it's, yeah, it's obviously totally. a tried... It, it's, it's a tried and trusted method. He goes in immediately with the sob story. It's what he always it, does. Yeah, you go, poor old Isaac just Rag. That's right, me. Captain. That's yeah. right, Captain. And even Dick, who's a shrewd operator, is straight away like, yeah. He's seen that I'm captain. I'm officer class. He can see yeah. that. You, it's something that a man kind of exudes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, I really love it. I mean, there's a lot of like, I'm looking at Isaac Rag, who, let's be honest, is just like, yeah, like you say, a half-witted tramp. But I'm looking at him thinking, I like his style. Genius. I like his vibe. <laughs> I'm going to nick a lot of his sort of um, <laughs> demeanour. Poor old Santa lady captain. And I've just, you know, I've just said that we're going to, pause this uh, odyssey for a while but I looked on IMDB and there's more Isaac Rag in the series the longer it yeah, goes on recurring he's a recurring character, character. yeah brilliant we character should, we should just go and do the Isaac Rag episodes yeah the the Rag Odyssey so yeah <laughs> uh, they ask him where, where Sam Morgan is and he says who uh, he goes oh yes they took him away and they ask uh, who did who took him away tall military cove he says <laughs> so full of himself there wasn't room for any, anything else which ah. of course is Spiker Spiker yeah and Dick at this point just turns straight to Swift Nick and just goes Spiker, Spiker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we know the cunt so, so they tell Isaac to basically fuck off and keep his mouth shut and he, he says I oh, will like you said God bless you Captain God bless you both <laughs> you're a shrewd operator you are Isaac Rag well that's the thing they ride off and then Rag says to himself bless you too Sam Morgan <laughs> okay just as a separate thing with this whole kind of Isaac Rag poor me mm. routine that I've said I've dabbled with myself in the past yeah um, 
he doesn't do this, but it's something just if, if you're interested in Isaac ragged about. Yeah. Um, I sometimes, when I'm trying to elicit sympathy, I affect a limp around the house. Oh, right. Yeah, good. The good. same thing of going, poor old Sam. I go, oh, poor old dad. Don't worry, poor old dad will do it. Yeah. And then I'll get up because I'll have said, oh, I'm going to get some in the kitchen and I'll just start affecting a limp. This, this thing is, though, this is a thing that our grandparents' generation used to do. You'd have you'd see old men and they'd just be going about their business and suddenly they'd like pull up and go, oh, yeah, and hold their yeah. thigh. And they go, mm. what's the matter? Oh, it's just the old war wound playing yeah, up. Yeah, well, they can get away with it because they had like they could claim they were in the war, even though some yeah. grandparents we, weren't. We can't do like, that, can we? We can't. We, I, we can't even claim we were in the Falklands. I'd yeah. be hard-pressed to claim I was in the first Gulf War because I would have been slightly yeah. too young. Well, I remember the- approaching 16 when it kicked off and thinking, oh, bloody hell. I was watching Newsnight, weird thing for a 15-year-old to do, I know, but I got very bad war paranoia around this time. And I was like, fuck, I'm turning 16 in April. I'm going to get conscripted. We're going to go to war, man. Can't you hide me? I'll be in the cupboard under the stairs when they come to press gang me. Um, but yeah, we wouldn't have fought in that. And by the time the second Gulf War came around, we'd have probably both been a bit too old. So realistically, I mean, yeah. what, there's not really a war we could have fought in. What, what can we do? It's like, oh, it's me old war wound. How'd you get that? Oh, I fell off a pub table during the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching yeah. the Sunderland in the cup final. No, but I do affect a limp, and what I do is my 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 good wife will always go. He's putting it on. He hasn't got a fucking limp. He's trying to make you feel sorry for him. And my kids will go, "What's the limp for?" And I'll act mysterious about it. That's the best yeah. thing to do. I don't. Yeah. It's almost like this. I don't want to tell you kids because I don't want to scare you. But That's let's just thing. say yeah. there's an old injury in this old leg here, and it comes back to haunt old poor old dad once in a while. That's another grandparents' generation thing as well. It's like, hey, granddad was in the war. He don't talk yeah. about it, though. He never he talks like about to. it. Sometimes you'll see him get a faraway look in his eyes. Yeah. And that's when he's thinking about it. <laughs> don't pay to ask him, though. <laughs> <laughs> we know better than that now. <laughs> there was one time we asked him and he put the fucking windows out. <laughs> he tried to kill the dog. <laughs> Uh, speaking of dogs we then cut to a fantastic mini scene where we see Sir John Glutton having his dinner he's feeding his dog from the table and he seems to have there's some some potatoes there but he's got a plate which has just got meat on it or something and he's just shoveling meat into his face Um, bits of it are falling from his mouth Um, and Spiker comes to report about the um, the Sam Morgan thing and Glutton's saying where is he um, Spiker says he's in the castle jail and uh, Glutton just mutters something with a mouthful of meat <laughs> like that <laughs> and Spiker says I, I love, pardon I love to watch Sir John Glutton eat that was in a action. note I made while I was watching this right because <laughs> yes. it's Glutton by name Glutton by nature Yeah, and I've there was something about when I was a kid because he was the sort of cunt you only see this in Dick Turpin you sometimes saw like people like Sheriff Nottingham do it 
or if you ever saw like anything about Henry VIII, it's that thing where Henry they Henry VIII, the yeah. You know, where like you pick up a, a bit of like a chicken leg or whatever, yeah. or a ham yeah. hock, and you take a yeah. big, you tear a load of flesh off. But while it's st- while you've only just done that, you also pick up a goblet of red wine, a goblet of wine, and you yeah. pour that in at the same time. <laughs> and there was something about that that I used to find so appealing. Oh, yeah, and that still to me to this day remains like the height of luxury well, is having a banquet where you're yeah. like shoving everything in but at christmas i used to think right i'm gonna today i'm gonna take the opportunity to eat like sir john glutton yeah and i don't know if you've ever tried it but i did once try that exact maneuver that you see him doing this where you do that thing because as a kid you think that's the ultimate big <laughs> fucking bite of a chicken leg followed quickly buy a big goblet of red wine yeah. in the same mouthful I did it nearly choked to death mate don't do it it yeah. looks fun when you see it in the films but it's actually they've got actors doing that it's the magic of cinema they do a fancy yeah. cut or they use a stunt, stunt man eaters. they've got stunt eaters do not do it yourself kids because you will choke and die it can't be done well last time I went to Florida with the kids 2014 uh, we went to Universal Studios and there's a stall there a food stall that sells massive roast turkey legs Ooh. and I'm talking Henry VIII size yeah and it was it was right next to the Simpsons ride as well so we were on the Simpsons oh, ride quite a lot great, but mate. on two occasions we went to Universal and both times I got the massive turkey leg and indulged yeah. in the Henry VIII behaviour but no goblet of red wine that's there the important there was no goblets thing. of red wine unfortunately don't no. chase it down with a goblet of red wine no, that's when the trouble the starts but uh, one of the high points of the holiday for me, that, the huge turkey leg. Yeah, American oh, uh, turkeys, oh, pumped full fucking of fucking hell. medication, yeah. growth hormones that are illegal here yeah. in the UK. For now, they won't be for, for much longer. Thanks then we'll Brexit. start getting big fat turkey legs yeah. as well. Big fucking donkey turkeys. Bring them on. <laughs> so Glutton's got his mouth full of food. And he just says something. <laughs> And Spiker says, I beg your pardon. He says, I said I presume he talks. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> say anything like that. It didn't say anything like that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big pie that he's got full of meat and potatoes and everything. Oh, it's meat. a massive pie, yeah. yeah he's, he's pulled the meat out of the pie just to put onto his plate and eat separate Yeah, he's meats. like, fuck that crust. I'll yeah. deal with that later. It's yeah. the meat I want. We're afters. But then well, he in says, future, Sir John, we could just bring you the meat and gravy with no crust. No, I want the crust. I I want the crust. I just don't want to fucking eat the crust at the moment. <laughs> Sometimes the pie. Isn't there and a large thing of cheese on the table as well? I made yeah. notes. I can't find them now. It's a, uh, it's just a feast fit for a fit for mm. a glutton. Well, he yeah. just he then says to Spiker, "You're a dreadful ninny, Spiker." <laughs> a great insult. A dreadful ninny. A superb insult. Uh, just uh, just at this time his maid brings him some more wine as well obviously wash down his Rawr. his feast um, and there are, he, he wants to know where the the stuff is that Sam Morgan's been hiding Dick's um, Dick's jewels and uh, booty uh, it, it, he says uh, it's in the, it's in the smithy they've been searching the smithy and they can't find it and Glutton says course it's in the smithy have the villain whipped <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Saturday tea time, kids TV. Have the villain whipped. Yeah, Spike says, I've, I've had him whipped. Glutton, have him whipped again. Show some initiative. 
<laughs> so as always Glutton is the, the highlight of uh, any episode but particularly um, at his best when he's interacting with um, Spiker who's so fucking uptight yeah. and up himself yeah, of course. and arrogant but then but the, 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 the John loves cutting him down to size Of course he does. Of course he does. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. The maid that brought in the wine, Meg... Uh, Dick has managed to um, secrete his way into Glutton's Hall and Dick jumps out at Meg and gets gets her and says uh, we want to know what's going on he says do you want to help me she says of course so she tells them what she's heard that they're going to go back and search the smithy and uh, then Dick enjoys a bit of a snog with her he just snogs her out of the blue yeah but it's not dodgy because she like she invites the snog and he just gives yeah. it to her as a reward for her giving yeah. him information and she almost kind of swoons a that, bit doesn't she you, you tell old dick what he needs to know and in return you get a lovely kiss you get a tongue sandwich <laughs> <laughs> so uh, dick's got the info that he you needs. get a bit of highwayman tongue yeah um so um spiker and glutton have gone off to the smithy to um give it another search um, but Dick holds up their carriage um, Spiker chases Dick off somewhere and Swift Nick takes the carriage uh, kicking off its its what are they called? Pilot? <laughs> What's the rider of a carriage called? <laughs> Pilot? Driver. driver He's a carriage driver whatever, Yeah kicks him off and they see a great couple of seconds of glutton rolling around in the carriage after it's been as it's been fucking moved about and uh, that's nice to see uh, a good gif or jif as they say yeah. on the internet um, and Swiftnik introduces himself to Glutton uh, he says Swiftnik what the devil sort of name is that <laughs> um, so what's happened here is Sir John Glutton has been captured as a hostage yeah. Um, Brilliant idea. Dick has made his way back to Sir John's Great Hall, where Spiker turns up, and Dick is sitting there in the hall with his feet up on the table. It's a, it's one of the great all right cunt moments in yeah. the history of television. Absolute cock of the walk. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's Meg that tells Spiker, 
He's in the great hall. Tarpin! Here! Infiltrating! But, um So, yeah, Spiker goes in and immediately pulls his gun, points it at Dick. What have you done with Sir John? And Dick uh, goes all softly, softly. Come along, Spiker, you mustn't lose your temper. Because <laughs> um, he knows that Spiker's not going to shoot him. And Spiker says, how much he's do you want, 200, he's 300? He's as cool as a cucumber, isn't oh, he? Yeah, he's always he one step not, ahead, he? He's got a gun pointed at him and he couldn't give a flying yeah. fuck. Yeah, you might as well be pointing a fucking carrot at me. He says, <laughs> I don't want money, I want Morgan. Uh, he arranges a meeting um, for a, a handover of the hostages, Morgan, for Glutton. He says, I'll meet you tomorrow, come alone. No fancy ambushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he departs and gives Meg another tongue sandwich on the way out as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's more he's like James Bond, but even yeah. more so in that sense, yeah. isn't he? Well, Here you go, have another before. fucking kiss, sweetheart. Yeah, the, who's the new James Bond? It's Dick Turpin. He's gonna be played by Dick Turpin. Not Richard yeah. O'Sullivan, he's played by Dick, Dick Turpin. Turpin. Um and um Spiker then uh summons William and William's just a big cunt uh, <laughs> and he says William you're going hunting tomorrow yeah so he's already... William's a sniper yeah um, but then we see a great scene of Dick and Sir John Glutton together because obviously they're spending this is, the night together this is, this is the sort of scene that if it was up for an, like a BAFTA yeah. this would be the scene they used it's like De, it's like De Niro and Pacino and Heat it's a bit like that and table. it's also like again to compare it to Bond it's very much that you know Mr Bond we are not so different you and I yeah oh exactly. please Scaramanga I have nothing in common with you don't be so sure Mr Bond <laughs> we both like the finer things in life do we not <laughs> it's like that they have a sort of strange That's sort the, of like mutual respect the, between there is, them there is that yeah yeah totally and a, and, a, and a sort of a warmth it's like neither of them the both of them have contempt for Spiker and it's very much you know like in the British class system they always mm. say there's more of an affinity between the working class and the upper class That's than right, there yeah, is yeah. between either of them and the middle class Yeah, because there is contempt for the middle classes the upper classes think they're just vulgar like uh, wannabes and the lower classes think that the middle classes are just, you know, irritating, pretentious snobs, right? It's kind of, it's kind of like tr- what I always say right. about. That's what I always say about Newcastle and Sunderland fans. There is more that unites us than divides us. You yeah, know, the, both both clubs fans are all like, rah, 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 but we've both been fucked over for generations by the same cunts. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, but, it's like. Um, we had a row once with some Millwall fans and one of them tried to appease us by going, Cower lads, look, end of the day, we're all the same. All our dads were dockers. Yeah. I was like, pardon me, but mine wasn't. Mine managed the band The Searchers. Mine worked in the media. Mine, <laughs> my, my, my managed the pop band The Searchers. And later was... A, and you can also spot him as an extra in Carry On Up The Kyber. <laughs> 
<laughs> My dad so, sounds far too skinny to be a docker. So I'll bid you good day. Enjoy your <laughs> argument, gentlemen. But I see your general point, yes. <laughs> so Dick and Glutton are together, and Dick pours some wine and uh, proposes a toast. He says, to your eternal damnation. And Glutton says, and your inevitable execution. <laughs> <laughs> and he quite likes that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, but the, I, the, think, I think that like, right they, what they both have is, they think we're both men who know who we are, we live on our own terms, and we make no fucking yeah, excuses or no apologies, apologies for who we are. Completely. Whereas Spiker, they both hate. So, yeah. so John hates Spiker yeah. just as much as fucking Turpin does. Because they think... He's this fucking trumped up, like, he's a, he, you know what, he, he's like a Farage. He's someone, if not Farage himself, he's someone who'd be really sympathetic to the UKIP Nigel Farage cause yeah. spiker, yeah. wouldn't he? Completely, yeah. So Angry, go- uptight, fearful, egotistical, uh, social small climate. penis. Yeah. Um, Glutton drinks his wine really fast and he wants more. <laughs> of course he does. Always <laughs> <was> the Glutton. <laughs> um, and then we see it's the next morning, it's the exchange of the um, of the hostages and William, the big fucker, has got a massive long gun. The length of it is unbelievable. Going to be quite hard to hide in the bushes with that. Well, that that's what that snipers used out. in them days. That was. If you wanted a real accurate shot, you needed a, a barrel that almost touched <laughs> yeah, the target. Yeah, because needed two inches away from the side of the head. <laughs> from wherever you were hiding, yeah. it reached right out to basically touch what you were trying to shoot. Like one of those extendable rests they have at the snooker now, or it just yeah. gets longer and longer. Um, so, yeah, it's good. they're on their way to the exchange. Um, Glutton's complaining, Damn it, I've been bitten by every flea in Hertfordshire! Um... <laughs> Spiker turns up. Uh, they're they're going to do the the um, the exchange. Glutton says, "Don't do anything silly, Spiker." And Spiker says, "I understand." Uh, Morgan's there. He's tied up. Um, Dick says, "Untie him, Spiker." Williams in the bushes. Uh, Swiftnick's been sent off to look for any um, any uh, unusualness that's going on. Uh, so the exchange happens, and just as William is about to shoot with his massive long gun um, he feels something in the side of his head and who is it? fuck me it's Isaac Rag. poor old Isaac Rag. poor old Isaac Rag. I don't know nothing about nothing me I just go oh. about my business trying to survive yeah I oh, don't want to get in the way but I just couldn't <laughs> help but notice you were about to blow old Captain Turpin's brains out <laughs> So he says, one good turn deserves another. Off you go. I'll take these wheedlers for a walk. <laughs> oh, so he's done this before. And he's got them at gunpoint. Um, they head off to the smithy to try and find the goods. Sam Morgan's with them now, so he can show them where it is. And underneath his anvil is a hole in a trunk, in a tree trunk. And all the goods are in there. And Sam says, Sam Morgan's hidey hole. but um, Isaac hasn't really done his job very well because Spiker turns up so Isaac didn't kind of hang on to them for very long and then the inevitable fight begins Uh, we see a great bit where a a massive sack of grain 
that is tied up against the beam is, is unleashed and swings right into Spiker, knocking Spiker for six right across the floor of the smithy. Um, we have a sword fight. Spike always loses every fight he's in. He's pathetic, isn't he? Yeah. He's fucking, I don't know why Glutton continues to employ him. No, there must be someone better. We have uh, the, the inevitable sword fight. There's a physical fight. William, the massive cunt, he gets involved. Um, there's some steam. There's there's people getting their head pushed into water. Uh, but eventually, um, Dick and Swift Dick manage to overpower um Spiker and, and, and William and all them and they just fucking leg it off and uh, as usual yeah Dick says uh, Lord Luck rides with us today um, so they're off and the end is another appearance from Isaac because Dick and Swiftnick are about to head off Isaac appears at the bushes and he says uh, I'm very interested in people I'll follow their progress failures and successes especially successes this is great he says I'll bide me time at this stage by the way he's giving this speech and Dick and Swiftnick are just sat on their horses with grins on their faces like what the fuck's he on about (laughs) alright fair enough we'll indulge the cunt yeah yeah but then he says I'll bide me time then I say stand and deliver I'm gonna blow your heads off your shoulders and he's robbed them he's fucking robbed the robbers Dick and Swift Nick and he says may you have a bright and prosperous future and he cackles to himself and he fucks (laughs) off but the best bit about this is this is the very end of the episode Dick and Swift Nick aren't angry or fucked off or they don't try and overpower them and get their money back they just laugh they laugh it off they're like this easy come easy fucking go fair enough and if you're gonna, and this is the law of the jungle. We rob, he robs, just yeah. the way it goes. It we is what on. it is, and that's the spirit of Dick Turpin as well. It's like, yeah. look, I'm living in the woods, right? I ride around robbing people. I take each day as it comes. Sometimes I'm short of cash. I go out and do some more robbing. It's just the way life is. If, yeah. if you live in Dick Turpin times, which I do, <laughs> that's why they're called Dick Turpin times. Dick Turpin times, I'm in it. mate. <laughs> And it's a brilliant ending. Like I said, they just laugh. they laugh and ride off, just like yeah. fuck it. Off There'll to be the more where adventure. that came from. That's the way I try to think about life. Sometimes, yeah, it's the beginning of the month, so I had a lot of outgoings coming out on my bank account after the bank holiday weekend, and it's like as soon as money comes in, it seems to go out again, mm. and you can let it get you down. But then, you know, what? you just got to think, fuck it. There'll be more money from somewhere or other, yeah. probably. It'll be all right. I'll have some chips on Thursday out of a big bowl. It'll be and fine. It, and if there ain't, well, maybe Mr. Putin will bomb us with a neutron <laughs> torpedo that will fucking drench us in a massive lake of fucking radioactive seawater. <laughs> and then I won't have to worry do? about the bills no more. Ain't nothing it can do, is there? <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. That's the end of that one. That's the sixth episode of Dick Turpin, and we'll uh, we'll rest the Turpin Odyssey for a while. We'll come back to it though. Turpin will come back, that's for sure. And we'll decide on what's going to come next. Um, all right, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.